0: What if I got a job in Europe? Would you be offended if I didn't ask you to come with me, or would it be implied that you were coming with?
1: Uh, I think I would be offended if you asked. If you didn't ask, me if
0: to I come didn't with ask, you. yeah, I
1: don't think it would be implied that I would just be moving to Europe.
0: Would you come with me if I asked?
1: Uh, depends what part of Europe.
0: That's fair. Uh, do you so Dublin? If I was going I'm, to Dublin
1: to be with my people,
0: <laughs> your people,
1: my my Irish
0: people. They do like potatoes there.
1: I think I would fit in uh, not well in the uh, streets of Dublin. Spice bags scare me. I don't like soccer, and I'm scared of redheads. So, so you wouldn't 0 for come three with on me on that front. If it was a country that's like smaller than the state we currently live in, like Liechtenstein, San Marino.
0: Are those countries or are those...
1: Absolutely. Vatican City. I'd be happy to live in oh, We're to not any, living in Vatican City. Any of those, City. Andorra. Um, take me to any of those places. I can get behind that, but Dublin, I'm out. All
0: right, fair enough. Uh,
1: I, I would like an, to be asked, uh, if you're working for the UN, I think you could probably support us and then I would be okay with like quitting my job and moving <laughs> uh, in terms of that.
0: That's fair, yeah. I mean, I feel like with my current career path trajectory i would have a job in europe that could mm-hmm. keep us doing pretty well but
1: i like that confidence let's uh let's keep that moving forward
0: yeah I just keep doing what i'm doing now <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to mk300 i'm mina
1: and i'm Corbin,
0: and we are tackling our watch list of 300 specially curated movies one at a time and talking about them and today we're talking about what if? I just had sex I'm about to eat nachos! It's the greatest moment of my life!
1: Oh, did you guys meet? Wallace, this is my cousin, Chantry. Ah! Yes! Oh, yeah! Thank you for being so gracious in victory. I'm gonna give you my number. We should hang out. Yeah. My boyfriend will be worried about um, what happened to me. So, friends? Yeah, why not? Okay. Friends. Is this always how you make friends? Like it's a business deal?
0: Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. it's just my style. Okay, it's quite
1: unnerving, but it's good. <laughs> in fairy tales, love inspires you to be noble and courageous, but in real life, love is just an all purpose excuse for selfish behavior.
0: I don't know if you are actually cynical or just a super crazy romantic cheese ball. <sighs> So, Wallace, we should talk about the complex issues of our time. Can men and women really be friends or do you secretly want to bang Chantry?
1: She has a boyfriend.
0: Ben, Wallace is here. Hi. That's coming by. Are you trying to sleep with my girlfriend? Oh, no, good, I wouldn't. Know. Don't worry, we're just we're just talking
1: guy. Okay. Get... You can't interact with a woman without sex screwing it up, but I can because I'm a grown-up.
0: and it's so adorable that you really believe that?
1: You look fine!
0: So, this Wallace guy? We're friends. I already called dibs on him. Dahlia, you barely know him. Can I help you? I'd like to try on that dress. It's a
1: size two. Are you a two? Yes. I'm gonna get the measuring tape.
0: I'm a two. Wallace! Yes? I need you to look in here. What? I'm kind of stuck. Are your eyes closed? Yes. Question mark? Was that enough punctuation for you this time? I appreciate you actually putting in the effort. <laughs>
1: I, it's it's all about trying, really. Uh, but weirdly enough, this movie that was released in 2013 uh, from director Michael Dowace is also known as the F word in a lot of countries, I guess outside of the United States. It was released as that, I guess, understandably. Maybe why you wouldn't release it under that title. Of course, the F word is uh, friend in this case, but
0: yeah. But I'm sure they tested it with the F word, and everyone here was like, "Uh, no, no, no."
1: Too risque, not a, not but accurate at least enough. That too much up to the what imagination. What if is is much better of a title? Clearly, <laughs> uh, this movie, based on the play "Toothpaste and Cigars" by T.J. Daw and Mike Ronald, from a screenplay by a Alan Mata- Masai. Stars Daniel Radcliffe as Wallace, a depressed recently signal, if you call a year recent, Englishman working a dead-end job in Toronto, Canada. When he meets Chantry the cousin of his best friend and old college roommate, played by Zoe Kazan, one night at a party, he feels an instant connection. After spending the whole night talking and flirting, he asks her if she would like to hang out sometime. She tells him she would love to. But not long after, she lets drop that she has a long-term boyfriend whom she lives with. Wallace decides to continue hanging out with Shantry, and of course falls in love in the process. Alongside Daniel Radcliffe and Zoe Kazan, stars Megan Park, Adam Driver, and ever heard that, of him? Ugh. Mackenzie Davis and Rafe Spall. Mina, why is this on our MK three hundred list?
0: That's a really good question. I saw it with my mom after like a random stumbling upon it on amazon prime years ago honestly i don't think it was too long after it came out like i think probably 2015 uh you know was when i watched this um i think we clicked on it because it's the kind of movie we would be interested in and it had daniel radcliffe in it and we're both massive potterheads and love him so we're like yes let's watch that and then as i started watching it Adam Driver's in it, and that also was on our list of amazing people we love.
1: Well, I'd say, I do have to say it had to be at least 2015, because would you have known Adam Driver prior to that?
0: That's a good question. Again, I have no concept of time, so I don't know. But
1: the answer would be no, because The Force Awakens released in December of 2015.
0: Yeah, but what else has he been in since then?
1: It was definitely the first time I saw him. Obviously, he notably was like in the TV show Girls and was in movies like this and kind of popped up as a character actor in the early 2000s. 2010s and See, then I think I had probably, his big breakthrough.
0: I think Force I Awakens. had seen him in things previous to his big breakthrough, though.
1: You were early on the Drivester. I appreciate Not that. Not on
0: purpose. Either this, either we were happy because we already knew him or this started our love for him. Regardless... I think
1: my Adam Driver history was Adam Driver, The Force Awakens, Adam Driver, TED Talk. I was a Marine. Oh, wait. Adam Driver lived in Indiana. That's And then... Cool couple more star wars and then maybe francis ha got thrown in there for me and and some like the report inside lewin davis he's in a lot of strange movies which this is, is where i, I leave you came
0: about. out in 2014 so i definitely you had, saw, you that. saw
1: that day and date you were on the sean lovey train
0: i definitely saw that before i saw Fair what enough. if so. you got me there so, boom i mean we we always talk about how you can't trust when you google but he also was in lincoln apparently so maybe that's in 2012 yeah anyways
1: he plays, uh <sighs> He plays John Wilkes Booth.
0: Anyways, this was just a... What? This is just a movie I really enjoyed after watching it for the first time. It's
1: Samuel Beckwith. I
0: don't know, whoever that is.
1: He's a telegraph operator.
0: Oh, cool. Good for him. But this just felt like on the same train as The Way Way Back as for, of kind of movies I would want you to watch. Um, pretty high up on my list of all-time movies I would like, but not necessarily probably ones that are super well-known. That's why it's on the watch list, because I really like it, and I wanted you to watch it with me.
1: And did you feel it was an appropriate Thanksgiving watch, post You Hurt My Feelings?
0: Yeah. I think it, it went away from the super, super-duper relatable stuff of, like, long-term relationships and kind of more into... The relatableness of the crazy rom-coms where you're like, what the fuck is happening?
1: Yeah. I, I really did like this movie. And of course, yes! uh, if you look at the course of our relationship as uh, two, ro- huh? two romantic partners, there are obviously uh, you know, things that I can see as similarities and things uh-huh. that I can see as differences as well. Being the person who was interested in somebody who was in a relationship prior, I can understand, you know, some of the pains uh, that Radcliffe's character goes to in this movie, and as well as, you know, again, it's that thing of, like, a lot of people, a lot of men, of course, have probably been put into these circumstances. Um, of their own You see own the characters doing. making, yeah, exactly, you see characters <laughs> making mistakes similar to the the last episode we did, you, you're you like, come on, like, uh, don't do that.
0: Which is a good way to, to tell you how we picked this movie for today. I... Simply said, I want to pick a movie from my list of things I've seen that you haven't seen. And this is what I wanted to watch.
1: And what if we hadn't? That's my real question.
0: We would have watched it at a later date. <laughs> things would have been
1: different. <laughs> things would have been different. Tell me, honestly, should it have, what's up with the F word title? Do you think that's a better title? I mean, should they have stuck with that?
0: I kind of like it because obviously it's for friend or friend zone or whatever, but. I think it's good marketing.
1: I think it. it I mean, it, it also, grabs your attention.
0: It also is just like, you want to say the F word while watching it. I feel like it works. I like it. I wish that's what it was called here. Oh, America.
1: I'll tell you what is bad marketing. Changing your title and having it difficult to look up. And when you go to Wikipedia it's saying two different things, it's got very, uh, you know, edge of tomorrow, live, die, repeat. That's fair. Trying to find, you know, this movie. Don't do that. Don't, uh, it's not good for search engine op- optimization. Adam Driver in this movie, he does... I didn't know he was in this when I started watching it, so I had the similar revelation that you, you may have had or may not have had in 2015. The thing that I didn't know was from this movie that I had seen was, of course...
0: I just had sex and I'm about to eat nachos! It's the greatest moment of my life! Oh my God. <coughs> I want to talk about this too. It is probably my favorite line in any movie ever and it's so good because adam driver is saying it like his delivery of it is perfect you did okay not anywhere close my
1: i i wasn't really fully prepared i didn't commit and then i tried to commit late and then i mean
0: you were too loud it's i just had sex i'm about to eat nachos nachos is the point where he loses his fucking mind you're
1: right and and listen he gets the girl who saves fucking Matt Damon from Mars. If we didn't have her around, look at those
0: satellites. That's we would who have that is? no
1: idea that fucking Matt Damon was alive on that planet. So, thank I mean,
0: thank God for Adam Driver. His
1: life is pretty great at that point, I think. Mindy Park, I think. Shout out to her. It's
0: good stuff and he has a great great way of telling Wallace what shitty situation he's in by calling him a
1: rotten banana. Rotten
0: banana. And Chantry's current boyfriend the most perfect chip out of the nachos. Tough. What would you do if you were just? I don't think to Ben.
1: That? I don't think Ben, which is her boyfriend. Uh, I don't think he's that chip. Because here's my real question about uh, what the fuck is international copyright law? Like, what is he really doing? What- you
0: can copyright across nations. Copywriting Yeah, you got, got fucking the treaties, the, and I know you or? got
1: treaties, and you got the UN, and it's all bullshit. It's all a lie, and I don't like it. I think his job is fake. I think he's there just having sex with Brazilian women. Or Portuguese. Argentinian women. Jesus,
0: get yourself straight.
1: Got myself mixed up.
0: And he 100% was. And he dropped her down the stairs. (laughs) That was fucked. That was messed up. And then he Uh, punched Wallace down those exact same stairs. All I'm
1: saying, I think... Ben's not too great, and the UN probably has better things to be doing than worrying about uh, German copyright. He
0: threatens Wallace with a knife early on. He's swinging that thing and then around. And he, he knows falls out of a he window. He does get
1: pushed out of the window. I
0: that, was my, <laughs> that was a great reaction. I,
1: I out loud <laughs> exclaimed, oh my God, <laughs> uh, when that moment happens in the movie, because uh, it is quite intense. Um, I mentioned to you when we were watching this that... I read the the very first trivia fact on Amazon Prime that was given to us via IMDb is that the original version of the movie was Casey Affleck and Mary Elizabeth Winstead in the two roles. Um, And then they switched. Okay, uh, well, she is in Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I
0: feel like I know who it is.
1: She's in Sky High. She's the villain in Sky
0: High. Which villain?
1: The actual villain.
0: Oh, oh!
1: I guess maybe married to Ewan McGregor at some point. Yep, married to Ewan McGregor as of last year. Um, also, she plays Ramona Flowers in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Uh, she's in Tin Cloverfield Lane, of course, Birds of Prey. They decided that they were going to not go with them as the leads because they wanted to go with someone younger, allegedly, is what it said. But then Zoe Gazan is actually older than Mary Elizabeth Winstead. But really what that meant is they wanted, like, a younger man because
0: Dana radcliffe. they were always
1: going to do a younger woman welcome to hollywood um or i guess welcome to toronto
0: true well this leads me to my question do you think casey affleck was going to be doing a british accent or does zana radcliffe just so f- bad at an english accent i think they that they have had to, to write the write character british english, yeah which like give him an english i describe. haven't really seen him in any role where he is well other weird than out. weird Al. yeah well you gotta interrupt my points I was getting there. I yeah. was pausing for dramatic effect. Strange movie. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I don't think he could pull off the American accent. <laughs> I, I don't. Sorry, I feel Danny.
0: like it's something he can pull off for a short period of time. And I think he would slip out of it pretty easily in his like more dramatic scenes. I think that is probably where his problem lies. Which I think a lot of actors, whatever accent they're trying to do, if they're doing something that's really deep and emotional is where they tend to slip. And they sound different than they yeah, were before. It's,
1: it's the Tom and Shiv succession it thing. Definitely. This movie would be so much worse with Casey Affleck. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I could not even. I mean, I guess like Casey, Casey Affleck, Affleck now, like there was like a period of Casey Affleck where I could maybe see it working. And I guess this is around that time. But it's Casey just Affleck not. Casey
0: the Oceans movies would be decent. Yeah. He's a little bit more goofy and fun. Yeah, exactly. It's it's you gotta. He's entered his kind of depressing. Right.
1: This is two years before Manchester by the Sea, and that's the real like. I don't think that works, right? I think Mm, four years also. No concept of time, right? No,
0: none. Not (laughs) and not that he feels like so much older to me than Daniel Radcliffe. I three
1: years before
0: Manchester. I think though, like he just it would have been a completely different vibe, and also I don't think him across from Adam Driver would have been nearly as funny.
1: No, well then you gotta do like, I mean, is it like Matt Damon now is playing the uh the other is it his college roommate? Maybe throw that in there. I also
0: think part of the fun with Daniel Radcliffe and Adam Driver, apart from being like they're two very different human beings, is like also their height difference mm. too. Like I feel like it He's brings such a in small man. like such a fun way. Like the idea of Adam Driver giving him relationship advice when his character is so flawed in so many ways like it just kind of feels like that older sibling telling their younger sibling what to do and it just was like so funny to me and i think that would have just not been the same
1: yeah i love the the option one option two option, option three option same, four, like, all option that stuff five. is great Move um, on. and also again it's like that relatable thing like, have you had that are, talk before not, not specifically <laughs> but i mean that, that, that is like you've got these choices and they're all probably fucking bad at the end
0: of the day I really, really loved the animation throughout the movie um, Mm. and how we slowly get to understand the meaning of the first bit that shows up. Like the character literally hops off the page that Chantry writes her number on. So she's clearly just a sketch she's had before that she wrote her number on the back of. And it's a very specific style of animation that sticks through the whole movie which i love but it morphs into this like being with wings right and then later we see her tattoo and it's very clearly like supposed to represent her mother and like you know like growing and Mm -hmm. and i just love that because it just lets it be its own thing for so much of the movie where you're just like that's really pretty and really neat um and clearly just a part of her character but for why i don't know and then it gets to morph and I, I really liked that because I feel like some movies try too hard to explain things too quickly without letting it just be like, that's okay. It can just be there. And yeah. I really liked it.
1: And it's it's a cool like uh, directorial flourish as well. Mm-hmm. Like having that uh, motif of the the butterfly kind of appearing on the you know city walls and you kind of get to travel through Toronto with it a little bit. And there's, there's a couple moments of interesting directorial style where like, um, Zoe Kazan and Daniel Radcliffe will be like joking about something and they'll like make a joke about some one turn off phrase and then you'll see a cut to like scene of that thing and mm-hmm. I always enjoy those um, extra little moments that you know they took to film the you know maybe it was you know the, the second unit but <laughs> they, they went and filmed something.
0: Yeah. I I just really enjoy this movie. I think it's fun. It's quippy. They're just a pairing that just likes to make fun of one another and like have these really random things they say about one another, which is just so great. Like, I, that felt really real. And it's a different kind of like joking around that I don't think you get a lot. And I really enjoy it. I just really love this movie. Would you ever try fool's gold?
1: I'm I'm not a big jelly guy. I'm out on jelly. I,
0: That's fair. I like
1: j- jelly. And I do like jelly with like eggs and bacon. So maybe peanut butter and jelly and bacon I could be into, um, but a whole jar it's the intense. fact
0: that Elvis ate a whole of those things <laughs> is fucking gross and explains why he died. Not the only age. gross
1: thing that Elvis did, as, as we all know. Uh, Check out shout Priscilla. Out, <laughs> shout out Sophia Coppola for that one. I think the characters are very quick. I think overall, like, the the pacing of the movie is, like, pretty fucking lightning fast, and it speeds through mm-hmm. in a similar way to which, like, the characters talk. And I think maybe it just moves a little bit too fast. It's a, it's a tight 90, which I can respect, but at times I'd like to see even more of their relationship growing.
0: Really? Yeah, cuz it's
1: even like, okay, they I Feel like
0: this is a rare take for they're you. Emailing, like, I'm tired they're emailing They're
1: emailing for like a little bit and then they're hanging. Like it's just everything is just so quick and then especially right at the end. It's they one year later later us and they do it in the worst possible way. And of course they do like a weird fake out thing of like, oh, they weren't actually together, but then they are and we bypass this whole thing of he he moves to Taiwan and basically like gives up on this interests or dreams that he had to maybe return to medical school and I know he gets to do that there, but Come on, he's got to come back to America and and retake all his classes anyway. Was
0: that really his dream ever, or was he just doing that because he had to get over this girl and he had no other way to go?
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, it was his... It was his dream originally that he then fell out of because of a a broken relationship that he felt. But again, was it his dream or was it he was supposed to do because of his
0: parents? They leave up Wallace to basically just be like a shell of a character because does he really have any dreams other than Chantry?
1: Probably not. And and that again leads into the issues of it all. Is that
0: the most relatable part for you? No. Oh, (laughs) good. Good. I would be worried if it was.
1: (laughs) Is this a good date movie?
0: I don't think so. I think think so too, yeah. This is like a quintessential date movie. Like this is just, it's a rom-com. It's fun.
1: Is this the best Daniel Radcliffe has ever looked in a movie? Or are you more of a part part two kind of gal?
0: I mean, he looks good in that too. Daniel Radcliffe is like, he's this, he's a weird figure for me. Like, I think he's not an ugly dude, but he's more like adorable. Mm. He's not like you know
1: send this right to him
0: i love him though uh but i'm pretty sure there's a movie he's in that he is just absolutely jacked in i don't know what it is i don't know might be tv guns uh, akimbo he, he's ripped and he also has a movie where he does a strip tease like he's jacked in a few of his movies and i think he probably looked better than this um, yeah but he's in a movie where he's jacked i know it is because i you know whatever yeah
1: it's called harry potter and the sorcerer's throne He was 12 years old doing
0: steroids. Wow, that's too far.
1: Chris Columbus was forcing it down his throat. That's
0: another thing that's a different title in different countries. It's the Philosopher's Stone outside of America. He
1: does know a thing or two about that. Swiss Army Man in Switzerland. You know what they call that?
0: Army Man? Yes.
1: (laughs) You're all over (laughs) it. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening to this one. And uh, who knows what's next?
0: I don't know. Um, what
1: if thanks for listening to the episode you can follow the rest of our happenings over here at cody and corbin I have a podcast on instagram twitter and tiktok at cap podcasts k-h-a-p-o-d-c-a-s-t please follow us on spotify give us a rating subscribe to our youtube channel and follow along for more